What the Tech Africa podcast powered by Africa Tech Radio. I am Jessica Fortunes and what we do here is have engaging conversations about tech in Africa. This is What the Tech Africa brought to you by Africa Tech Radio. According to Disrupts Africa's 2020 funding report, year 2020 was a record-breaking one for African tech startups with over 397 companies securing over 701 million US dollars worth of investments. So far in 2021, several African tech startups have raised even more money from angel investors, venture capitals, and more. Leading us to the question, where does tech money come from? To have this conversation with me today is a relationship analyst in charge of sourcing and engaging startups in the ecosystem viable for investment at Ingressive Capital, which is a venture capital targeting tech-enabled startups in Nigeria, Kenya, Ghana, and Egypt. I am speaking of Teriba Ayo. Good day, Ayo. Hi, Jessica. How's it going? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Great to hear that. Now, let's talk about the money. Mm. <laughs> So I'm just going to go straight to it and ask you, we hear every day in the news that a new tech startup has raised millions of dollars. And, you know, they're not talking about small money. We're hearing 20 million, 200 million dollars. And we're wondering, where is this money coming from? Nice, nice. So um, thank you for having me on your podcast. Um, So talking about where tech money comes from, right? So tech money comes from... Um, different pockets which is first of all it comes from private individuals called HNIs um, I network individuals also comes from funds which is some some of them are endowment funds um, also comes from government allocated um, monies so a lot of times it's dependent on um, the bucket of like which countries so you have in countries like um, the U.S. leading tech revolution across the world based on their successes. And you're also now having sovereign wealth funds of different companies committing to investing in startups because technology and data is the new oil. So the money is coming from different sources. So it's dependent on like, what are we looking at? Are we looking at early stage funding? Are we looking at growth stage funding? Are we looking at later stage funding? And then you also know what's called edge funds. Um, so are we looking at IPO stage funding, which is like when a company has grown to an extent where you want to now open it up to the public. There are some people that kind of buy this stock of this company and then list them on public market. So yeah. What are, we, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like there's a lot of money from different places. So it just determines what you're doing, where you're doing it, and who you're going to to get the money. Am I correct then? Um, so yeah, the thing is, we've seen um, that there is actually money. Like some stats that have been in around the venture ecosystem is that um, 2016, money that came into Africa was 367. Um, in 2017 was 560 in 2018 it was 1.16 billion in 2019 it was 2.02 billion and in 2020 despite covid it was 2.04 billion so this money have coming from different sources like i mentioned before but most times you're actually finding governments in form of their sovereign wealth funds collate money from the different 
other sectors and then invest those money in technology because of the adoption of it so you're finding money come from like silicon valley in the u.s i know that i know a lot of you guys have wanted to hear that name right <laughs> silicon valley in the u.s you're also finding money come from um places like singapore you're finding money come from um, hong kong you're finding money come from the chinese are really uh, they're really in it right now and also the japanese so you're finding money comes from what you would typically call the GS countries of the world, which is like the top eight economies of the world, are investing in other emerging economies so that they can be able to at least have a share of their pie when their pie is baked. But then despite all of this money that's out there, we still hear founders say things like, there's no money to fund my big idea. I don't have money. I don't have access to money. Why do we have this when there is this amount of money out there to be grabbed, you know, up for grabs or off for people who are doing things? Why do we still have tech founders or founders of startups saying no funding? You need to understand that even when investors fund 10 businesses, according to the African stats we know, we know only two have an have a chance of actually surviving. So if founders are saying we're not funding our business, we're also saying that we um yeah there's a conversation there like it's not all businesses that actually get funded but the truth is like i mentioned in the stats year by year money keeps coming to the ecosystem more founders keep getting the opportunity but the truth is it's a growth kind of journey right where time by time people get to trust um investing in a market an emerging market and when you're thinking about emerging markets you're talking about markets that actually don't have all the indices of economics to favor them um there are different volatility that investors are looking at and don't forget like investors is for return investment is not charity so investors are looking to put their money where they can be able to get the massive returns and so if founders are saying oh nobody's funding my big idea it's like where are you looking at the money from have you kind of funded the idea personally to an extent have you gotten your friends and family to believe in you first to fund it um also are you talking to the right set of people which what they are funding is just similar to what you are building so that's it but but yeah it's it's a very valid point from the founders we need to always do more we need to always put in money and support the guys building the future of africa absolutely absolutely you need to even fund yourself first before you have that conversation and talking about an emerging market the africa tech startup ecosystem is probably one of the still emerging it's doing quite well but it's still emerging and since i know that you are quite skilled in you know sourcing the best startups you know the best tech startups to take them to the next level to you know to do that linking between the startup and the investor tell me about your search process when you're thinking of looking up for a startup that should be invested in what you think about what's the thing that founders need to do for you to say okay that's the one there's a future there i think we should put money in that one um so that conversation right it's uh, the process of getting to know good people is actually needing to actually like care yourself to actually having a good pool of selection like you cannot select five and say there is nothing good here or select five and say all oh, these five is the best because you've not opened yourself to the best opportunities out there so for me it's i kind of leverage a whole lot of sources to get good companies right first of all 
the entity I worked for, Ingressive Capital, as a selection kind of pool where we actually have a website, www.ingressivecapital.com, where you can actually just go in and answer a few questions. I believe I can like bet you in 10 minutes you're done within an application that could get you almost a hundred to four hundred thousand dollars to to like support your technology based or technology enabled company or product. Uh, but for me, a lot of times I'm on like I'm getting best startups sadly through referrals right because it's the word of people that have been able to kind of engage and also put their money where their mouth and telling me like oh I put my money in my mouth is yeah come put your money to yeah because this is a good person is building a great stuff and we can be able to attest to that but another thing we need to know is that the world is a community so actually you're finding amazing founders get funded via the DM Sayo of Gumroad was talking about how we actually got to know um the founders of Cowrie Wise, they are just the DM, right? A lot of deals have happened on DM on Twitter. So we like I said, where are you having positive conversations? Where are you um kind of putting yourself like you know you need something? Are you getting yourself into a community of people that could get it to you? So for me selection process, we use our websites, we rely on referrals and I'm also always like I'm always always out there hunting for like the best founders we are mandated to support. So yeah, these are these are different mediums, but there are a lot of other mediums that we should do it. And then I write articles about VC, um, about like how to understand how VC works. Dropped a couple on benjaminada.com. Um, but the thing is like the search just keeps continuous, right? Mm, amazing, amazing what you said, and I concur with everything you've actually said. Thank you. So takes me back to the question of when we talk about best startup yeah what makes a startup the best so like what's the criteria from the startup okay you have a selection process yeah. referrals you know emails to writing putting out content for people who yeah. are interested yeah. but then what's that thing you see in this startup that makes it better than the next can you tell us a bit of what a startup who is looking to get funding or get funded by vc should look out for um, so the first thing is like I said this on, on another interview I did on a TV station like, first thing when you're building early stage every VC is looking out for you as a person right who are you as a person what are your values what have you done prior to now they are first time founders but they are also people that have actually done stuff before now which is they've worked for people and they've recorded amazing results right and also people that have actually done stuff before and failed but they just still we keep doing it again. Um, so for me, when I'm looking at like founders, like what am I looking out for? I'm looking out first of all, your understanding of your business, like which sector you're going to play. Do you understand it better than every other person? Why is because at different times, if you're a founder and you actually just have a glimpse or just a very fair understanding of what you're building, like things would shock you, like data points and data sets in the ecosystem would shock you. So are you well grounded in that space to understand like who you are building for what is what are the customers needs aside from once that's one two is like are you also someone that can be trusted what is your integrity like we call some people canada-based founders like these guys just call them money around to canada <laughs> right so um like that's a bad that's a bad taste for an investor so we want to know like are you really committed to it and there's nothing bad about going to canada for holidays right but the truth is are you like are you in this for the long run because that's how an investor is going to make his returns back you've been in it for the long run and i think the last thing would be that as a person 
are you resilient which means that you've seen different kind of bands roll out in nigeria we've got the crypto ban we've got the stock merchants ban which is like the bamboo ban and the um drive and trove and, and whatnot we've gotten different kinds of ban happening there question but you would see from the case studies that the founders that actually have got it with this lapse by CBN have found ways to think out of the box and get things going. So an investor wants to be sure that when push comes to shove, would you just close shop because they can ask you for anything or would you actually give it a go again? So those are the things we are actually looking for from conversations we have with you and also from what we call due diligence. Bet we'll get to know. Hmm, that must take like a lot of research, but thank you very much for telling us about that. Now founders who listen to this definitely know what to look out for. But now I think I'd like us to talk about the investors, right? You mentioned that investing or funding a startup is not charity. Yeah. So tell us a bit about what's in it for investors. There are different conversations that investors have, right? But the truth is, yo, investors are doing <laughs> this for the returns. Um, but it's the model at which they are doing this for the returns that matters. Um, investors are not investing their money. They're investing money pulled from different sources. And those people are expecting a particular set of return at a particular time. So would you like go back to them and tell them all the people I gave my money to did not give me anything in return? So what investor does, what's in, what's in it for the investors? First of all, we are in it for the success. Like every investor that invested in companies like Paystack would go out there today and say we invested in Paystack when Nobody knew what they were, but look at them today. They've been acquired by Stripe. The vice president is cheering them on. A lot of things are happening to support that technology is the next big thing. And also, what is in it for them, aside from the return, and also aside from the goodwill, is the fact that investors actually have strategic roles to play in the ecosystem, which is the kind of also lobby for these startups across different multiple needs and um, investors in it for them is also like they are there to kind of just build a layer that allows innovation to thrive so they are just another cog of the ecosystem that needs to get it right so that's what investors do and that's who we are makes sense it makes perfect sense so now i would like to wrap up this conversation by asking the question of in the last two, three years, we've sent foreign investors interested in Africa. Yeah. No, in 2019, mm -hmm. Jack was in Nigeria. Yeah. And he visited a couple of other African countries. Yeah. Um, I read today that um, the CEO of YB, YC Combinator, yeah. is coming Michael. to, you know, is coming back to Nigeria and yeah. Egypt. It seems like there's a wave in Africa in the tech system. Can you tell us what's happening? Why are they so interested in us? What are we doing right? The wave has been there since 2016. So Maya Famodu, who I directly work with, has actually started, she has created over 50 trips for investors coming to Nigeria. Wow. We brought in the likes of Google, Figma, USAID, Google for Startups, um, Facebook, um, for blockchain department of Facebook, which is now WhatsApp Pay. Um, we've brought in um, Intuit, Techstars, uh, Omidia, a couple of interesting guys. So Jack came in 2019, where it's amazing news for People have actually been coming out. Friedman of GitHub has been around. The CEO of Google has been around. Uh, the CEO of um, CEO of top top companies. Even Michael. This is Michael's second trip. Yeah, this second is not the first there. trip, right? Mm -hmm. So the thing is, people always want to pitch with where their prospects for success. And the truth is, it's just the way you find America. The first set of people that invest in a place have higher chances of being 
the deciding factor on the long run. So people are just coming in at least to maximize the potentials they are seeing. So Africa is nowhere close to where Africa can be or where Africa should be. But the guys that kind of see the light feel like when we come in now, we can be able to set our tents with these guys. And for the long haul, these guys will be our partners, not just our consumers. Amazing, amazing. Thank you very much for talking to me today. Aya, it's been an insightful talk or an insightful chat for you. And I'm sure that everyone who listens to this must definitely have learned it must definitely have learned a thing or two about funding. So do you have a last word or a final word for any startup there who's listening and just tell us something about how he or she or the founder startup can get funded? Yeah, so the thing I want to say is like, I, I kind of pride myself to say founders are my superheroes, which means that whatever it is as a founder listening to this, you cannot afford to sit down on that idea on that product you need to keep pushing the micro indices of the country is not the best at the moment but that's what winners do winners keep pushing so yeah we are all rooting for you at aggressive capital and we believe better days are ahead for you and the product and if you're about funding you could just go to www.ingressivecapital.com you could reach out to uh, me at Ayobami Teriba on Twitter. Um, I would love to kind of take your DMs. I'd love to engage you. I'd love to hear what you're building. I'd love to have coffee with you if the opportunity arises. And I'd love to see the amazing ways we can actually elevate building amazing products for the continent forward. So thank you so much for having me, Jessica. Thanks so much for like bringing me out to your program. (laughs) And yeah, just a lot more. Thank you very much. It's been amazing talking to you. I have been talking to Ayobami Teriba of Ingressive Capital and he has shared with us where the tech money comes from and how you can get access to it. I do hope that after listening to this episode, you know how to get funds for your startup. Don't forget to send us a WhatsApp on 0913-558-1766 or send an email to podcast at africatechradio.com. I remain Jessica Fortunes, and until next week, be good. Bye. What the Tech Africa, an Africa Tech Radio podcast.